0: Hey everyone, it's Gabriel Menchaca. This is the final installment in our Work and Water series. We've been focusing on 1 Corinthians 3, 1 through 8. And it it says this, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. For you are still carnal. For where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed? As the Lord gave to each one, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. And in this final installment, what I'm talking about today is building for eternity. Building for eternity, the eternal church. So our mission as the church is temporary, but our result is eternal. Our mission as the church is temporary, but our result is eternal. So I want to go further into that thought today. Uh, Have you ever seen a construction site? On the construction site there's usually a piece of equipment that goes up around the building that's called scaffolding. Now scaffolding is one of the things that goes up completely around the building. It is basically brought in by a company and they build it around the building or around the construction site to not only develop the project but they use it actually as platforms to stand on as the building uh, grows, uh, the scaffolding grows. To build up on it. So it's it's something that I want us to have a visual kind of like understanding. And when we're talking about ministry or the church. Uh, scaffolding. Now, we may look at ourselves and our ministries and, and think of them as magnificent temples. We may think that what we're doing in ministry and what we're doing and what we're building and what's growing around us is the thing that God looks at and is like, wow, that's amazing. I'm proud of this person. I'm, this is something I'm proud of. But the reality is that any ministry is scaffolding. Any church, any development of ministry, biblically based, is more about the scaffolding type than it is what is actually being built. So we can read so many scriptures into developing this thought, but I want you to understand this. Church buildings are temporary. What we see as church buildings, the steeples, uh, the ones that have been old warehouses converted into churches, uh, those things are temporary. Our brands and our ministries, the the way we've developed them, the way we've communicated them, the presence we have online, the direct communication one-to-one, these things are temporary. There is only one goal and has always ever been one goal. Uh, Jesus glorified. That is the result. That is the thing that we are building we are the scaffolding, building to bring Jesus glory. The glory of Jesus is the main thing. So our mission as a church is temporary for an eternal benefit. So when we, we understand this, we our purpose, our purpose in ministry, our purpose in church is to help construct. We're part of the process of building something. We are not the thing that will be left. So when I say we, I'm specifically saying our ministry. So if I myself, I have Gabriel Menchaca Ministries or New Wave Los Angeles, and these are ministries, these are things that are are part of uh, what I do, what I would say is this, I look at those as tools or equipment to accomplish the eternal goal, which would be someone knowing Jesus, building relationship with him, and coming to worship him this is the eternal goal this is the main thing the ministries themselves they'll fade away they'll die they end ministries end organizations end some organizations close and some churches close some of these things they end they come to a conclusion and that's okay these are chapters but we know that they all of our ministries all of our churches are only there to bring glory to jesus all of our churches, all of our ministries only exist to bring glory to Jesus. So when we look at it further, we know that our purpose is to help construct, to help build, to provide platforms for the Holy Spirit to stand on and repair, build, and strengthen. We literally lift the name of Jesus. And that's when I get the idea of the scaffolding. We, we lift the name of Jesus. He stands on the the ministries. We serve him. We give him that place to be in control, to have full accessibility into whatever we do. And so the idea is that when we have a ministry, it is not about us. It's not about the scaffolding. It's about the eternal purpose. And God uses people. We know that very clearly because scaffolding is something that as the Lord builds He builds us. like He develops us. And he's working on us. We are the temple. We are the the body of Christ. Uh, Christ lives in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in us. And these are all things that we can point to in scripture. But what I want to point out is that God uses people. And the ministries or the brands or the organizations or the names, those are just things. God uses people that are part of those things. And Paul, we can look at Paul. He was was blind, you know, he was blinded. Uh, um, uh, He was walking on the road to Damascus. We all know the story. Uh, Name was Saul. God gave him the name Paul later. But Saul's walking and there was a blinding light. And this blinding light literally caused him to be blind. And, And we know this, that in scripture, scripture teaches us that God spoke to him when he said, Who are you? And it said, Jesus, the one you're persecuting. That's what the blinding light spoke to him. I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. So we know that Paul literally, uh, he got stopped in his tracks, a blinding light blinded him and spoke to him. But why did not God just heal him right then and there? He was blinded by the light. Why didn't God just heal him? Actually, what happened is he he spoke to him from heaven, and then he told him, uh, um, gave him some instruction, gave him some thought. Paul goes, and then God speaks to another person. He speaks to a man named Ananias, and we picked that up in Acts 9, 3 through 5. Now, as he went On his way, he approached Damascus and suddenly a light from heaven shone around him and falling to the ground. He heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. And that's what happened in nine, three through five. And then we go to uh, verse 17. In verse 17, it says this, and so Ananias departed and entered the house and laying his hands on On him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road by which you came, has sent me. So that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized and taking food, he was strengthened. So let me explain something. Ananias clearly communicated to Paul or Saul. He clearly communicated to him. I was sent. God has sent me. So this is what we know about ministry. God sends people. God specifically uh, gives a task or a calling and he sends people. And and Ananias, he was not promoting something. He was simply Fulfilling the call, fulfilling the the task given to him, the service, the representation, the role. And so when we come to this idea of ministry and brand and organization, all these things that we look at, we know this scaffolding is never the main goal. So when we make it all about a brand or a name or a cause or an organization, and it's not about Jesus, we know this, we're not the main thing. So we should not be talked about more than Jesus. So as Christians, we can view what we are doing in ministry as the main thing. Sometimes we get caught up in that. We forget that we are only the scaffolding. We forget that we are only the servants, only a piece. We play a role into what God is doing. And so ministry is equipment that God uses. It is not the main thing. God uses people. We know that. We saw that clearly in scripture. If we can view our ministry as the church, as scaffolding, uh, we can begin to place ourselves in the right frame of mind. If we're in the right frame of mind, we know that we are servants. We serve our Lord. And so the only purpose for scaffolding is to build. That's the only purpose. It only exists to develop that platform, to build, to renovate, to reestablish, to develop. And so uh, if all the construction and building was done, there would be no need for scaffolding. If all the construction and building was done, there would be no need for scaffolding. The church is scaffolding. So we know that sometimes we get confused with our roles. Jesus leads the church. The Holy Spirit works on us. Our role as the church is like scaffolding. Our role is to lift up the name of Jesus. Just like scaffolding, when you see the worker, uh, the the Holy Spirit, the, the worker on the scaffolding, we're lifting, we're giving the name of Jesus full accessibility. We're saying, stand on us, Lord. We're saying, use us. Uh, Whatever you need to reach, whatever you need to do, let us be the vessel that allows you to reach it even clearer, further, to see it closer. Our role is to lift up the name of Jesus. Our role is to lift up the name of Jesus. So our eternal function as the church is not to disciple, but to worship God. That's our eternal function. When someone says to you or asks you, what about discipleship in heaven? Well, you know what? Discipleship in heaven, our role as the church does not exist because we are with God. We are one with God, we worship God. So our eternal role in anything and everything we do is worship and I'm not talking about listening to uh, famous bands or listening to music and sitting in a room with our hands like like you know lifted up and crying. That's not the worship I'm talking about. That is a form of worship, it's an expression of worship, but the worship that, that we know of scripturally speaking is one with truth and righteousness from the heart, from the mind, we worship the Lord with all we have. And so what I'm trying to say here is that our eternal result is not, is not anything other than bringing people to worship God. That's what discipleship is. So the end result of true discipleship is worship. The end result of true discipleship is worship. Psalm 86.12 says this, I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. Our mission as the church is temporary. But our result is eternal. Matthew 24, 45-51 says this. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all all possessions but if that wicked servant says to himself my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards and the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour when he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth I'm not worried about what man says I'm worried about the one whom I serve what he says My goal is not to fulfill any obligation other than the one to Christ, making him the main thing. Remembering that I am not the main thing. My ministry is not the main thing. These people that I serve, they're not the main thing. The main one I serve is Christ himself. And by serving Christ, I serve people. By serving Christ, I allow the Holy Spirit to stand, to to have place, to have accessibility, to be the thing that I lift up to say that he is the answer. He is the one. He is the only reason why we exist as a ministry. Because we're trying to take people from a place of not worshiping God, not knowing God, not knowing who he is, to a place of saying, I know who God is. I worship him, my life is his, I give him glory. The mission of the church is discipleship. The end product of discipleship is worship. Worship is eternal. The mission of the church will come to an end. Our mission as the church is temporary, but our result is eternal.